Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building a life of prayer. Today, I'm reading from the book of Psalms, and we're going to be looking at Psalm 32. Psalm 32 deals with a very important type of prayer, and that is the confession of sins. The heading of the psalm reads, A masculine of David. A masculine was probably some type of musical term. The psalm reads, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Selah. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Selah. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Selah. And by the way, the word Selah may just indicate some type of pause, or it may have something to do uh, with music since the psalm was intended, evidently, to be set to music. The psalm continues in verse 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Well, David begins by pronouncing the blessedness of being forgiven by God. And then he notes in verses 3 and 4 that when he kept silent about his sin, he suffered for it. But then in verse 5, he says, I acknowledge my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. And I said, I'll confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. David then gives us this call to be teachable before the Lord. We read in verse 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I'll counsel you with my eye upon you. But then he reminds us not to be like a horse or mule that has to be curbed with a bit and bridle. In other words, be submissive to God, listen to God, be humble before God, yield yourself to God. And then the psalm ends with a blessing on the one who trusts in the Lord. What does Psalm 32 teach us about prayer, specifically about the confession of sin? Well, first of all, God calls us. He invites us to acknowledge our sin before him, but to do it without deceit and without covering it up. David tells us in verse 2, the Lord counts no iniquity against the person in whose spirit there is no deceit. We must be completely open and honest with God about our sins, attempting to hide nothing and holding nothing back. Secondly, Psalm 32 calls us to be teachable before the Lord. In the context of the psalm, I take that to mean that God will guide us so that we can 
then walk free of controlling or besetting sin. And then finally, we see in Psalm 32 that those who confess their sins and receive God's forgiveness can have joy in Him. The psalm concludes with these words, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you who are upright in heart. Psalm 32 is filled with hope, hope for all of us when we've sinned to confess our sins, to be forgiven by God, and to be restored to a relationship of joyful fellowship with Him.